What's up, party people, podcast players, and fourth wall fam, and welcome to another edition of New Normal Wrestling. Introducing your hosts, first, we are graced by the presence of podcast royalty. Roll out the red carpet and tip the crown to the podcast king himself, Brother Wade Ilson. Next, the Doctor of Desire is in, filling your prescription for your dose of kayfabe consumption. You can't brother out without the good brother himself. Let's give it up for Dr. Kayfabe Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Wade Ilson, the podcast Prince, King, Archibald, whatever you want to call me. We are back again with a brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling, exclusively on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the one true icon of this podcast network. He always fills your kayfabe prescriptions. I almost said kayfabe conscriptions. Wow. Uh, Kayfabe prescriptions. It is the one, the only. Good brother, Phil. How are you doing tonight? Brother Wade, I think it's time to conscript some kayfabe into reality and much like the man becky lynch always says there's no better time than here and no better place than now (laughs) but you know what brother phil we gotta get into it i definitely want to get into it we got a lot we got a lot do you want to start with the releases do you want to start with yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Let's go with recency, as we always like to say in the sports industry, recency bias. Mm-hmm. I think a hundred percent. Let's go there. So, as I eat some popcorn, this is like a local tradition now. So, as I eat some popcorn this afternoon, morning actually. Crazily enough, there were announcements made by Mustafa Ali that he was no longer part of WWE. Now, mind you, this was very odd because. The man is in literally in a North American championship match next Sunday against Dominic Mysterio. Exactly. And that completely threw me off. So I was like, oh, maybe he finally got his release or he didn't like how things were going. But yep. from what was said in NXT, he is very he was very well liked and very well praised in that locker room. Well, that's uh, apparently like, that's yeah. a theme for this round. Uh-huh. Apparently that's a big old theme for this round because it's a huge theme for this round. Yeah. Because not only does Mustafa Ali get his um, future endeavors card, but I think you can agree with me. The biggest surprise, by far the biggest surprise on this list was Dolph Ziggler. What? Bro. Bro. What? A surprise indeed. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, you're talking about a guy who is, when we always talk about somebody being a workhorse, Right, and and being a reliable uh, talent for a wrestling promotion, you know, we always will praise somebody's in-ring ability, their storytelling, both you know, on the mic, in the ring, all those all those elements. Right, they come together so well. Very true. Dolph Ziggler is probably the most reliable person in all of professional wrestling. And I mean that in the sense, and he's he's gone on the record on saying this. He is a guy who you need somebody to look at as a legit contender to a title match, no matter what. No matter what. 
Exactly. No matter what title it is, you don't know. And it doesn't matter if he wins or not. You always know that going into a match, he's going to be a legit star and he's going mm-hmm. to legit carry the match. Of course. He is, he is a guy who has carried the belt at every level for WWE. He has been a mid-card workhorse. He has been, what, two-time world champion? He he ha- he has a very extensive resume. A multi-time Intercontinental champion, mm-hmm. a multi-time United States champion, a multi-time tag team champion. He was the world heavyweight champion. He was also NXT champion. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and you think about those title reigns, right? Mm-hmm. The ones that always stand out to me, obviously the top two are the Iron Man Intercontinental title match. Oh, with Dol- with, uh, with uh, Seth. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think we can agree, one of the three greatest cash-ins of all time. Absolutely. And I was Night after WrestleMania. I was yep. in the building for that one. Yep. And that's what, like, he is a guy who the crowd will always, and no matter what, face or heel, he's a guy who the crowd is always behind. He's a utility player. That's what yeah. he was. He was yeah. a great utility player. I'll go a step further. He's a five-tool guy. Oh, absolutely a five-tool five guy. Yep. Definitely a five-tool player. Shout out to Anthony Bowens. Um, yeah. But one thing I will always remember about Dolph, we're talking like they're like not around, um, but his run or his feud with The Miz that made the Intercontinental title so damn important. Yep. Hundred percent. Those two feuding over that title mm-hmm. meant everything, and you had to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. So much so that those two were the main event of a pay per view. Mm-hmm. I think it was a it was career versus title ladder match. I yeah. believe. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. It was a career versus title for the Intercontinental title, and it closed the show. And it was an amazing match. Yeah, and think Period. about this: he gave us. He's the one who gave the rub to AJ Lee, to Big E, to Drew McIntyre when they all came up to the main roster. That's the whole point. Yes. It just made me look, all of these guys, everybody on this list, it just made me sad to see this happen today. Mm -hmm. But for me, Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler especially, stand on this list. You had other guys like Dabakato. You had... uh, Mason Mansoor, uh, who else was on the list? Aliyah. Abdallah. Yep, Abdallah. Um, Dana, Brooke. Dana Brooke. Yeah. Elias. Yes. There were rumors last week that his contract had ended, mm-hmm. but I guess I guess it had not yet officially ended. So not, yeah. And um yeah. again, I said with these Riddick Moss, Emma. Yes. Um, Yalissa Leon, who was asking for her release, that was reported on social media a few uh, a few days ago before the releases even happened. She was mm-hmm. asking for it because they didn't yeah. have any direction for her and she wanted to go on her own. Yep. So, and, and let's also put this in the reference of this was also in conjunction with the round of layoffs mm-hmm. with WWE, with the, with the merger now with with USC to form the TKO holdings. We knew that there were redundancies in place, you know, financially and that these cuts were coming. Now the part of it for me also on top of all this, that makes it 
um, not just sadder, but actually made me angry is the re- is all of this coming on the heels of the report of just the flat out assholeism of Vince McMahon mm-hmm. for the fact for Pete, for him to say that he said that the reason for doing this merger with the UFC to form TKO was because he felt that WWE had become quote stagnant and had plateaued and needed this to give it a step up it's, was no, no, Mm-mm. no. And we, I, I, uh, I think I speak for everybody on this camera in the IWC, as much as I tell people to shut the fuck up when, when, when things are getting blown out of proportion, I think we can all agree. This is one of those times when things are better off with yeah. Vince McMahon. Exactly. We've already proven it. And he, we, we basically have shown that this whole entire deal was a money grab for him mm-hmm. and to put himself back in power. Yep. Absolutely. And it pisses me the fuck off that he was able to, to see this job. happen and right. to use the guys, use the guys that his employees have created a stagnant product, which cannot be farther from the truth. Professional wrestling and WWE as a whole could not be in a better financial position than it is today for its fans, for its stakeholders, and for its employees and professional talent. I couldn't, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. This is another asshole move by Vince McMahon, who now is who's rumored to be um out of the fucking company. Yep. And now exactly that with the on the heels of whether uh, I didn't read the full details, but of additional federal investigations looming that out of all of this, yes, again, more investigations from the feds. Of course, of course it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, before we move on to our, uh, fuck Vince tirade again, speaking how we feel about it. Yep. You know, what was another name that stood out on that list? Who's that? This is Shelton Benjamin. Yes. You know what? I'm sorry. We didn't give Shelton Benjamin his proper time as well. You're right. A hundred percent. You know what? He's another guy on that workhorse level. No matter what you ask him to do, that guy will fucking show out between the ropes. The Hurt Business was fantastic. The Hurt Business was better than ever. Business was good. Business was booming. He was, he had been around for 20 years. Imagine it, 20 years. And you know what? Let's, you know, for those of you who don't know, which I'm pretty sure is none of you, Shelton Benjamin's full background, okay? He was Brock Lesnar's fucking teammate at the University of Minnesota. He won a national title with Brock Lesnar. He did. That's that's how fucking good Shelton Benjamin is at his craft. That guy is one of the few people who genuinely could be put on a wrestling mat and can go toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar. Hands down, go toe-to-toe. Yes. One of the most storied careers in WWE. Yep. Oh, when you think Intercontinental Champion, he's one of the people you think of. Mm-hmm. He's had some great moments. The Money in the Bank match will always be one of his signature highlights. Um, Shelton Benjamin, I'm truly going to miss because I enjoyed him. No matter Team what. Team Angle. 
Team Angle, World's yeah. Greatest Tag Team, um, mm-hmm. the Gold Standard. When he absolutely feuded, when he feuded with a rookie Kofi to put yeah. Kofi over. Think, but uh, to your exact point, think about the idea that MVP, right? MVP literally came back for one, for a one-off on the Royal Rumble. And by putting him with Bobby Lashley, brought Shelton Benjamin in mm-hmm. and made and between the the three of them and her, and Cedric Alexander made the Hurt business one of the top factions in professional wrestling. He did. Like they kept he continued to find ways to reinvent himself. Every single and, time. Yes. Yes. He was in a tag team with Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were a tag team. Um, geez, what else? Shelton has done so much, it's hard to keep track of all the things he's done. Yes. Yep. His match with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Gold Rush Tournament. Go watch it if you have mm-hmm. Fantastic. He's a, Shelton Benjamin and Dolph Ziggler are glue guys. That's another, that's another good sports analogy. The both of them are glue guys. I fully agree with you. They're glue guys. And you're not going to realize, you're not going to realize how much you miss them. Their foundation, their vets, yeah. they're the vets that you can rely yep. on to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, like I thought him, Dolph, Miz, and um Shelton were lifers. Yeah. They were never going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now it's just the Miz. Yep. Now can I tell you how excited I'm gonna be in two weeks? To see Vic Nemeth show up on Dynamite. And he legally? I thought it was 90 days. Oh, maybe it's the 90 days. I don't know how the 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 terms the terms I know, I was just throwing I stuff know Monsoor yeah. had said uh December 20th. Okay. Okay, that makes sense then. 90 days. And I'm gonna tell you right now, okay? The other thing with the state of professional wrestling, as upset as we are seeing this, mm-hmm. I am extremely hopeful that all of these talents will find a good home. Agreed. Okay? One, one a good home that they are to once again prove how deserving they are of the flowers that they do or don't get. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And everybody was thinking about where would Ali go? Where would Sheldon go? Again, mm-hmm. we just want them to be happy and be in a place where they can fully 100%. express themselves and have and ta- you, show their talents. And you know what? Again, coming back to Dolph Ziggler, he he doesn't need professional wrestling. He doesn't. No, he. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. The guy does a damn good stand-up act. Okay, he is a great stand-up comic. He is a great mic guy. Okay, right? Whether it's a podcast, radio interviews whatever it is the guy is great on the mic great in front of a camera natural talent he can do he can literally do anything i wouldn't mind seeing him in aw oh absolutely absolutely i would love his brother yeah Mm -hmm. let them let them let them run let them run the tag division give me the nemeths and the guns all day the Nemus and the did you did you ever think you would hear me say that on the show? Never, mm-hmm. never, never, never. 
But yep. again, we hope all the talent that was released finds their their special place, their journey continues in a positive way, yep. no matter where they end up. Um, you guys will always get our support. Absolutely, a thousand percent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So, brother Phil, where do you want to go next? Um. Let's touch real quick on. Let's touch on dynamite real quick. Oh, there was a lot that went down on Dynamite. There was a lot that went down Dynamite. And the thing I love, Grand Slam, I always feel is like a mini pay-per-view event. Mm-hmm. Dynamite Grand Slam is always a mini pay-per-view. Excalibur even went so far as to say, to open the show saying, our most important Dynamite of the year. Biggest always. Dynamite of the Biggest year. Dynamite of the year. It's always the biggest one. And we got we got such a top-level double main event to bookend the show. Mm. Eddie Kingston finally going over on Claudio. Yes. Earning himself the Ring of Honor title. It took three Huracans. It took a power bomb. It took, I don't know what other fucking moves. A pile driver. Yeah. Yeah. There was one point in the match when he hit him with the spinning back fist at least three times. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Claudio just like brush it off, you know, baby. Mm-hmm. Dust your shoulder off. But it was such a hard hitting match. Yes, I went and saying Eddie's got to win this. He has to. There's no other mm-hmm. logical way to spin this. You're not going to give Claudio the New Japan World Strong Title. No, you're not. No, and, and it, you're not. You're certainly not doing it to Eddie Kingston. Doing that to Eddie Kingston in, in New York and yeah. Queens. Yeah, no. Absolutely no, not. No, no, mm-hmm. no. No. Now, I'm going to ask Mad you. Mad King reigns supreme. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Does it make our list? I debated it. I thought long and hard, and I wanted to wait for the entire episode. Mm-hmm. I did that on purpose. Okay. I don't think it makes the list. It's a good match, not a great match. It's a very, very good match. Mm-hmm. Very, it's a very good match. It's yeah. an, it's a, what would you, no, I'm not going to grade it. We're just going to say it was a very good match. I'm not putting a grade to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, go ahead. And, and I thought the same thing about MJF and Joe. Really? It was a very, very good match. Um, It got slow in the middle in a couple spots, mm-hmm. but overall, Again, the story being told there, and we're now getting the glimpses of the return of the Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who we know, right? Right. The ring, he pulls out the dynamite ring, gets caught, and then uses of all things, we knew when he said he was going to choke out Joe that it was happening. Did you, did you have on your bingo board tag rope? No. For the win? Because no, I, I didn't. I, didn't. I expected uh, shenanigans, but not that level of shenanigans. Exactly. I was thinking shenanigans with a uh, headlock takeover. Uh, 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 whatchamacallit? Uh, uh, takedown? Yeah, headlock takedown. That he was just going to be like, oh, look what I did. And then just, <laughs> and just, and just then get just the quick roll up. up. One, two, three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I could have seen that happening too, mm-hmm. but... Again, it was a like you said. I agree with you. Very good match, not a great yep. match. 
Um, um, Joe, uh, yeah. Joe gave Joe gave MJF an ass whooping. Yes, he did. Ass he absolutely whooping. did. But can we also just again MJF just the level of marksmanship that he has for the industry, pulling out the Bret Hart promo. Fantastic. Max. Come on. I'm adopted. <laughs> it was perfect. It truly it was will. perfect. Yep. And um, you know what really, really hurt me during the match? Is it the is it the gear or what happened with a certain no. individual? No, it was it was the bump Adam Cole took. The self-inflicted one he did? Yeah, he ended up on cr- like legit ended up on crutches after the match. Bro, there were stairs. You know the thing that people do were there were like, yo, there were stairs right there. Yeah. Oh man. Adam Cole got too excited. He got too excited yeah, trying to save it. Max. But jeez, mm-hmm. I hope he's all right. Like when I saw him running down the the ramp, I was getting Ultimate Warrior saving Hulk Hogan from Papa Shango vibes. <laughs> he's late. He's late. He's late. Shit. He's shit. late. He's late. Shit. Jump. Jump. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll, Cole. And um, did you hear the plan now? If he's hurt, well, if he wasn't hurt, what was going to happen? No. Okay. For those listening, these are rampage spoilers. Oh. Five, four, three. Nah, fuck it. What do you got? Okay. So I wrestle dream. The Ring of Honor tag team titles are going to be defended. Okay. Better than you, baby, is going to was is going to defend if Adam Cole is a hundred percent or able to compete against okay. the pages. Really? Mm-hmm. That's perfect. That's um, a perfect plan. Hopefully. That's the thing. Everybody, I'm a little skeptical about it because, you know, Meltzer reported it. And then he's like, why would MJF not defend the title of Wrestle Dream? I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't he? Yeah. Wade. But again, Wade. <laughs> Wait, is that you? Are you there, Wade? Open your I eyes. I can't see you. Open your eyes. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you are. But yeah. Um, I would have expected MJF to defend the title, but I'm going with the fact that he is a little banged up. Yeah. That's why he's not mm-hmm. he's not putting it on the line every now and then. He did yep. recently, so now I think he's kind of covered now. Yep. Because he has to defend those titles every now and then, so I think he's doing a flip-flop thing. Okay. Which is fine, and I'm cool with that. Hopefully Adam Cole is okay. MJF and, and him and uh, MJF could have the tag match against uh, the Righteous. Okay, so let's just say theoretically Adam Cole is not 100%. Would you do MJF and Roddy Strong? Yes. yes. I think it still fits perfectly with the line. It does. It toes the line perfectly, mm-hmm. and it still adds to the story. Yep. Um, But one thing I want to touch on is injuries. Yes. There was another injury earlier in the night, which, by God, everybody had different angles about what happened in that match. Mm-hmm. But Stevie Richards and his video got taken down by AEW. So there's a little hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. 
about that. John Moxley suffered a concussion in his uh, international championship match with Ray Phoenix. Yep. Everybody's saying it was the pile driver. It was the pile driver. It was the pile driver. No, it wasn't. It was mm-hmm. the, it was the flip that uh, the what was it a swanton? It looked like yeah, yeah, like a like a running senton at John Moxley and and Moxley hit his head like hard. Yeah, and kudos to him for even getting through the match or even no. But the other issue I have is the ref should have noticed something was a little off. He didn't catch it till late. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in surprising fashion, Ray Phoenix defeated John Moxley. Listen, man, I, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it almost karmic in nature. Mm-hmm. After he after he dislocated his ankle in the tag title match. And that's why, that's why jungle boy and Luchasaurus ended up with the tag titles mm-hmm. and now coming almost full circle with this is a twist of fate. Yeah. Cause I would have yep. said Moxley would have held that title and then him and Cassidy would have had the rematch. Yeah. And to be honest, I would not have thought of that spot, the senton spot as being the thing, because when you just, when, when all that's put in front of you is the still footage of him getting hit with, I don't even know what you call that move. Cause it was basically, it's basically a, a, a death Valley driver over the shoulder pile oh, driver. Pile driver. I, yeah. When you see the still footage of that, like the still shot, mm-hmm. it, that's immediately what came to my mind. But then I'm like, nah, that's a, you know, that that doesn't seem right. They had to change the finish on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moxley has a concussion. It's been revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he didn't want to go to the hospital, but they convinced him to. Yeah. Uh, and yep. thoughts and prayers with John Moxley. 100%. Anything else on Dynamite that you really want to touch on? I mean, I did like the women's title match. I'm not going to lie. Yep. But I yep. hate how they prolonged it at the end. Mm-hmm. It made us think somebody was coming out. And yeah. it probably weren't. I honestly thought Matt Cardona was going to be the one to show up. Really? Dynamite. Just not, at, not in that match, just in general. He does a good job of teasing himself. I would have thought Mercedes was going to show up, but then I was like, well, I'm wrong. Uh-oh. I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Hmm? Yeah, I'm good again. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry for that uh, technical glitch. We don't edit around here. So yeah, <laughs> hell no. But we do um, it live. We do it live. So yeah. what else do you want to touch on? Uh, the only things I think for me to touch on are big ups to Natalia for getting that that we'll call it the internal recognition and being, you know, having that title match with Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing on the internet, all the pictures of emo J. Uso. <laughs> emo J. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because I can absolutely see, um, Jay Uso with guy liner and the Hawthorne Heights, uh, swoopy swoop hairdo with purple hair. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just enough. And he could look like, you know, he, he looked like he'd be walking around um, wearing his uh, all black Jankos and his chain wallet. You mean like Hot Topic circa 2000? That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if you were just down with day one-ish with Hot Topic Jey Uso. Have Simple Plan do the remix. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. Um, Or we could... Let's just bring Story of the Year back to do it. <laughs> oh my God! Get Fallout Boy. They're doing. They're, they're, they're perfect. Perfect. Get Fallout Boy. Oh my God! Hearing Patrick Stump sing Day One ish. Yep. Be fantastic. I've been down since Day One ish. Oh. <laughs> it's just me, <laughs> But um. Damn. Well, Gonna was, line them up and knock them down like this. I think like we covered everything. But yeah, it does work. I think we've covered everything. But the one thing I think we should touch on before we wrap it up. Yeah. Um, Impact had a very interesting two episodes. I want to touch on that for a few minutes with 1000, 1001. Yes, 1000. 1001 is currently going on, and I watched a good chunk of it. Okay. I didn't finish because the main event is on right now. Gotcha. Uh, the knockouts are in the main event, and I heard it was a very good match. Okay. Um, they had so many returns, so many surprises. Uh, I'm going to go full spoiler on this with you. So mm-hmm. we had the Feaster Fired match. Um, Crazy Steve, Yoya Yuminora, I mean, well, Yuma Yuminora, or Yuma, I mess up his name all the time. He's half a Joya. Okay. Um, Moose and Chris Bay all got four briefcases. So then they did the feaster fired, and you know what was in there either a title shot or you got fired. Crazy Steve opened his. He got a shot at the digital media championship. Shocking. Moose opened his. He has a world title match again. Surprisingly. Then. It got down to Chris Bay and Team Joya, who both said they wanted to be the tag team champions or go after the tag team titles. Um, surprisingly, ABC got the tag title shot. Very surprising. Okay. Um, which means Yoya, you, 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 I yo, 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 Menorah. Yeah, I met yo, yo. Yoya. Met, got fired. Okay. He got the fire root case. Um, there was an Ultimate X match, which is also very good. And <laughs> Alan Angels won that. So he has an automatic shot at the X Division Championship, which, okay. again, I'm going to point this out. This was a very good match. Mm-hmm. Leo Rush versus Chris Sabin for the X Division title. That actually sounds like a banger. Chris Sabin is officially a 10-time X Division champion. 10 times? 10 times. Dude, you don't need to give a 24-7 treatment. 10 times. No, but he's had it like his whole career. So That's a good point. Through his entire career, he's held mm-hmm. the X Division, Division title at least once or twice. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is it really true... That Impact TNA 
really use the feast or fire match to genuinely fire people. Or yes, it's been used to get someone out of their con, like if they're leaving to go to WWE, like EC3. No, no, I don't mean like EC3. I mean like genuinely fire people. No, it was their contract was up. Or okay, so okay, storyline wise, maybe Yo uh, Yu is gone because he Joe Joe took it pretty hard. And it was like, ah, oh, man. So maybe his contract's up. Maybe he has a work visa issue. Maybe it's just storyline. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Hopefully there's something else that turns out of this. Yep. Um, but to go back to the uh, X Division match, the yes. way Chris Saban won the final sequence, I'm going to send it to you. Mm-hmm. I need you to watch this in its entirety because it was, it was an homage to his tag team partners. Okay. And it was so well done. Nice. Also, we are getting the slow burn to an Alex Shelley heel turn, which I did not have on my really uh, on my board at the you. at the expense of Chris Josh Alexander. At the expense of Josh Alexander. Wow. Okay. And it feels like Josh is in the right. Like he's telling him, like you have your title. Your title reign hasn't meant much. And he's like, you're not the guy until you beat me. Mm-hmm. I'm the longest reigning I've had it. And which is true. Josh yeah. always go down in history as the longest reigning X Division champion. And I mean, I'm, I mean, Impact World Champion. Yeah. I met the guy when he was world champion before the injury. That belt is heavy, by the mm-hmm. way. That Impact <laughs> belt is heavy. Um, And it's setting up a feud. And it's already confirmed these two will meet up at Bound for Glory. Nice. But speaking of Bow for Glory, Will Ospreay will be making his return to Impact. And his opponent was announced tonight. Who is it? Speedball Mike Bailey. Holy Christ, dude. Okay. That's a good booking. I kept saying, man, it's probably going to be Josh something. Jake something. (laughs) It's going to be Jake something. I was like, all right. Oh, my God. Jay something faces every every like outsider from yeah New Japan or something like that. So oh like, my god, it's gonna be Jake something. Turned out That's it awesome. wasn't. Uh, Will Ospreay will be joining Impact for a few dates as well as wrestling speedball Mike Bailey. Beautiful. Are you sure Very there's cool. you don't want to touch on? Because I feel like there's one more thing I want to touch on. The only thing. Okay, let's go back through and collect thoughts. Um, as we wind down here, we could give some stuff, some quick and quick and dirty hits. Um, Sammy Guevara finally turning on Chris Jericho and potentially joining the Callis family with the homage to HBK and a hundred percent. Like, like every piece of that WrestleMania 19 match mm-hmm. from, from the gear color to the poses the swift kick in the nuts, mm-hmm. everything. The hug. Textbook, the hug, all of it. Textbook, perfect. If you gave me Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega against Kanoski Takeshita and Sammy Guevara, I would sign up for that right now. <laughs> I think you'd overplay the Omega Takeshita storyline, mm-hmm. but if you told me you were going to put the new guard versus the old guard like that in the tag match. I'd do I'd it. I'd be okay with it. Fully okay with it. 
I'm down for that match. Uh, I also saw some spoilers to Rampage. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, oh boy, are we in for a treat um, Friday night oh, for awesome. the two-hour Grand Slam? I'm not going to spoil anything. Excellent. Um, anything to look forward to for Collision this weekend? Mm. I know. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Challenge. Hold on. Let's not even talk about Collision. Let's not even talk about Collision. The fact that uh, I'm going to skip that and say, you know, it was one of the, the uh, breaths of fresh air in the IWC this week. What? Seeing Randy Orton walking back into the performance center. Ah, uh, that was. Let's end on a high note. That is that is how we end on a high note. But ladies and gentlemen, we are going to wrap this episode. Oh, wait, hold on. One more thing before we wrap, no wrap up. Asuka, EO Sky will take place tomorrow on SmackDown. Very excited for this match. Uh, I never knew they were in a faction together, by the way. And that makes it all the more fun to see this match, knowing their history. And how much they they are rivals. Yes. And it is going to be, I feel that should be the main event of SmackDown this week. Just saying. Just 100%, 100%. saying. 100%. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm Brother Wade. He's good brother Phil. You are listening to New Normal Wrestling on the Fourth World Pop Network. I am so excited. Also, there's a uh, there's some special episode of something lavish coming. Ooh, TGIF edition. Uh, I love you guys. We love you guys. We will see you next week with a brand new episode. We're gonna end this one like we usually do with a peace, a salute, and I'm and we're out later. And we'll bring you some popcorn next week. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs>